Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a crowd podcast. What's going, Bert? What's occurring, mate? How's things at the top of that mountain? Morale still as high? Oh, yeah, sky high, mate. 2,400 metres high. But, um, no, we had a long day today, so I was trying to uh, keep track of what was going on. But it's quite hard, because when we're in Andorra, we've got to turn our data roaming off, because it's extortionate, the bills the team have been getting from the guys at Livia. So 50-odd grand a month, some of the bills, apparently. So um, yeah, I was gonna back you up on that. You know, normally I'd say, "Are oh, you tight bastard?" But actually, yeah, we've had some of the with the team phones. Some of the bills have just been outrageous, haven't they? So yeah, yeah. fair enough. Because it's out of the EU or something, and Andorra got some weird thing. And like the guy that lives here, Adrian, he was saying the Andorran government make twenty million a year off like the phone bills and stuff. So. Yeah, that's why they do it. But but yeah, it sounded like a, a big old day on the bike for them boys. Yeah, I uh, I finished Austria around three o'clock, so I got to watch the last couple of hours. But I've since rewound and just kind of tracked through to see, you know, what exactly unfolded. So I think let's let's kick it off with um, with, with with the breakaway. That's like the the big talking mm. point of the day. And you know, after what was quite a quiet mundane yet day yesterday. Probably not so many talking points on the pod between you and Tom. Um, it couldn't have been more different today. And a little stat, the first, sorry, it was the earliest Hawkeye climb in the Tour de France uh, for 30 years. And it didn't um, didn't disappoint today. That breakaway kind of shaped the day. Um, it was, I don't know, but maybe 40 guys, but not just the 40 guys, not just 40 guys, it was a very select, strong 40 guys, wasn't it? Yeah, like I mentioned on the pod yesterday, with a flat start, it's obviously harder to control and also, but it's also harder for the good guys to get in it because every man and his dog can go and the stronger sort of flat guys have a better chance of getting in it anyway. 
But um, when I heard that Jai Hindley was in there, Ciccone, I think Uran Chavez, um, Uran Chavez, yeah, okay. But like, when I heard Hindley was in there, like we said, haven't we previously, like when we've talking about favorites for like this third spot, he's one of the favorites, like him, you know, go do, there's not many others you'd really, you know, I'd say they're the favorites. So to let him go, it was like, I was surprised. I was surprised and I wasn't because since UAE and Jumbo have sort of like become the dominant teams in the tour in the last couple of years, they never really control the break. And I get it, you know, oh yeah, it's more exciting. Young kids, yeah, attacking from the gun. Yeah, woo. But you've got to have some control. You've got to, if you're, it uh, for me, it shows a complete lack of experience from them maybe not so much Jumbo because it wasn't totally on them but from UAE to let that go I just think it sets them on the wrong foot from the start and people say it's hard to control the start 40 guys up the road blah 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 you don't have to control everyone you control Jai Hindley and go do everyone else can like, other people can go like yeah I was I was I was baffled but also kind of not surprised and I was kind of happy that it happened just to like stick it up them a bit because yeah it's almost like a bit <laughs> arrogant might be the wrong word but I just think they're too like oh yeah we just let the racing happen like harder the better you know Poggy's going to jump around at the start you're not going to win it like that boys like I don't think no no you're right mate and I think you know we've when we were that dominating team in the tour we've let 40-50 guys go but never a top three, five contender. No one serious. Then, yeah. We didn't do it once, yeah. mate. And um, yeah, it's not by coincidence. Like you say, there's a select few guys who were on the bus before. It's like, he is not going in the breakaway, whatever happens. And I'm sure Jai Hindley should have been, you know, pretty high up that list. Yeah. And you can let the and racing also, happen, can't you? You can let everyone jump around and you, you can jump around yourselves, but just be aware of who's there. Like, you got to have the communication in the team. You got to have that like coordination between everyone and like talking and saying like, "Oh, this like Jai's here, like Hindley's there, like boys, let's close this. It's not happening." But, hey, but it wasn't. Yeah, that's the thing. It wasn't even just Jai Hindley. It was he had. I think. Well, I know Bookman. Um, I think Conrad. Conrad. Don't quote me on this, guys. I might be wrong. And then maybe another one, maybe a fourth. So you let him there with three guys. And that's just one GC guy we're talking about. There was, they let some outsiders, some contenders who, you know, yes and no. But he's the big talking point. You, you let him in the breakaway with two, three teammates, uh, Ciccone, another one. It's just, uh, yeah, I mean, some massive fuck up. And, you know, if, if you are in that situation and if you are UAE, you just close that straight away and whatever it takes. And they just seem to kind of accept it, settle into it and say, right, we'll just settle into this now and we'll ride away through the day like it's a break of six blokes. But fuck me, that could have, uh, and that just puts the team so, so on the back foot, not just today, but for the days to come. Um, yeah. So yeah, massive fuck up really. Like at, the end, at the end of the day, you, you, you can make a mistake and Jai can go, I get it. Then they rode and they kept it around three, four minutes, didn't they? Which was good, really. Um, it would have made it a lot harder for them. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I think they would have still been confident that 
if Jai got three minutes, you wouldn't want him to get three minutes. But at the same time, you know, Dauphiné just gone. I think Jai lost over three minutes on GC by the end. Um, different race. Everyone can improve fitness-wise, blah, blah, blah. But they wouldn't see him as a major, major threat, even though he's probably one of the strongest to get on the podium after the two big dogs, you know? So... Like, I think riding, they kept it around three, didn't they? They were pulling it back on this last climb. But then I think they were totally, like, undone and, and probably surprised at how strong Jonas was and Kuss. Like, Kuss just lit it up, didn't he? There's only two guys left. And then um, Kuss was probably out to prove me wrong after saying he's a three third-week rider, one night, wasn't he? But um, yesterday. Hey. <laughs> but, but you know you said yeah, like, Jonas they kept it. You say they kept it three minutes. I think they just went full gas and whatever the gap was, it was because it went to four and a quarter at one point and they just rode full gas as soon as the break went to the finish. And, you know, yeah, we're, but we're, nah, it, it was... Mate, they were full titties. I, the whole team. I, I didn't see it. I didn't see it, but... Oh, I didn't watch it, but I can't imagine Micah and Yates seeing that before gas in the wheels. Maybe Bjerg was, might have been pulling a face, but... No, but you know what I mean. Like I Conrad was doing most of the work in the in the in the. I don't think Jai did most. This is what I've been told, so I might be wrong, but I don't think Jai was pulling so much, was he? I think Conrad was riding the climbs, and Conrad, good guy, but he wouldn't be putting Micah and all them on, on the limit, would he? No, but I mean, like they rode full gases in systematically through the team, like Bjerg and Trentin and this Langen rode full and then Soler came next he rode full and then they just like burned through the mm. team systematically and went from A to B it looked like as fast as they could it wasn't like ah uh, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, yeah. The pump, but at you know? the same time those boys they're not necessarily the best climbers are they as we said like no their team's getting stronger but they're still they're lacking the minerals really aren't they I think like we're honing in on UE here but what I've got an opinion. What do you think about Jumbo? They might, go on, you go first. What do you think? What are they thinking then when that break's gone? I think the same. I think they they were okay. I think they were, it's not ideal, but I think they probably thought, oh, sweet, UAE got a ride full now. Jai's up the road. We can sit here. Jonas, I, I just don't believe he's scared of anyone other than, a bit apprehensive about Poggy after today he won't be scared of even him I just think he's supremely confident Dauphiné he just took the piss as I said before he finished how many mountain stages are there in Dauphiné maybe three maximum okay there was a time trial as well actually but he put over three minutes into Hindley there you know there's there's a hell of a long way much further in the tour and you know big big mountains and I just don't think he would have been too worried of course no one he wouldn't want him to get three minutes don't get me wrong and I'm not trying to say Jai's a shit bike rider here he's won the Giro he's he's quality but Jonas I just can't imagine he'd be too concerned I think he'd want I think he'd be like if it's a minute and a half two minutes that would be better but let's leave it to UAE let them burn themselves as you say use all their men um, and we'll go from there on the final climb Mate, I agree 100%. We had the conversation on the bus and Pavel and Plappy were going, oh, if he gets two, three minutes, like he's going to win the tour. And I said, like the same thing with the utmost respect 
at the moment, okay, this was prior to Poggy getting dropped. I said, at the moment, them two guys, they are another level. And if any rider takes yellow on stage five, other than them two, by two minutes, three minutes, I don't see them coming to Paris with a yellow jersey. Like, like yeah. you say, the, the time difference is in Dauphiné and it's, it's two and a half weeks left. So yeah, I think just the way it unfolded. Yeah, go on. No, I was going to say with um, like Jonas, when you saw him go on that final climb, he took a minute out of him in a K, a K and a half. Like mm. it was just boom, it was gone. Like it, it just showed the difference. And I think, because what's his name? Connor was telling me a few updates in the, from the car when I was riding back up the mountain. And he was saying the same. Oh, you don't want to give Jai even a minute. He's strong, he can go three weeks. It's like, mate, you're just looking like, you're not looking at the big picture here. Like, and you're not looking at how strong Vingago is. I was like, it's ideal for Jumbo and for UAE that they give the jersey away. Neither of those teams really want the jersey now. The fact that Bora got it is perfect because Jai is super strong. Bora are going to want to keep it. Tomorrow, we'll talk about that later, but for sure, there'll be attacks, but I don't think Jonas will gain, what is it? 50 seconds or something. You'll probably, you'll want to gain more time. I yeah, 47, yeah. yeah. I don't think he'll gain that much. So Bora will keep it. Okay, they might lose it on, on the first rest day, but like another four days, having another team control, perfect. And a team that actually might try to control rather than, yeah, let all hell break loose. And then after, once the break's gone, oh, who's there? Bloody idiots. Yeah, I think Jumbo would have been sat there thinking, we got two, at one point they had three, they had Laporte as well, licking their lips. You know, they got potentially, you know, Van Aert, okay, the last climb was a bit too hard for him and he attacked many times, but he was like yellow jersey on the road. Then you just sat behind your rivals. So you imagine you and your team are just sat behind your rival team and you just see them doing peel-offs, going mm. full gas, absolutely twatting themselves, and you're sat there behind them just licking your lips. So whilst it wasn't like the perfect scenario for them, in a, in a way it kind of was. They just yeah. exploited UAE. They sat there in the wheels and they had the strongest guy in the final climb. But I got one final little snippet from today where, I, again, sorry UAE, nothing personal. Um, <laughs> So at the top of the final climb, mm. you had Poggy uh, with two blokes. And then it was like 20, around 20 seconds to the Yatesy. And he was with yeah. five, six blokes. I mean, at that point, I would, because it, it was, um, you know, it wasn't just a descent. It was a valley at the bottom, a 6, 8K. Um, it looked like even the descent point, was pedaling, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, hindsight's a beautiful thing and, you know, the race radio and the, the TV footage in the cars, we know shit, but hindsight's a beautiful thing. But at that point, Poggy waits for Yatesy and then he's in a group of yeah. eight and he's got a teammate in Yatesy and most people in that group had a had an interest to ride. Like Carlos was riding, Gaudu was riding, Simon Yates That's was, what I was riding ask you. and suddenly you're in if a you group were of Carlos, eight. If you were a DS behind Carlos, would you tell him to ride? Nah, sit in the wheels. Yeah, sitting the wheels. I think uh, it's not for him to do, is it? If, if he's got a, if you're racing for a top three, if you're racing for a top five, 
the guys who you're racing against are in the same group as you. Okay, you've got Jai at the road, but what are you going to make difference? Might just sit tight, leave it to Poggy and uh, Yatesy yeah. when they caught him. Poggy and Yatesy are going to be ultra keen. I would be the same. I'd be a bit like, just call their bluff a bit of stage five. No, I'm not riding, boy. Sorry. Yeah. They're one, two in but GC. I th- you know, he's won, the, he's won the tour. You're a 21 yeah. year old. See you later, boys. Exactly. It's, um, uh, and Vinegar tried to get some turns out of the boys, didn't he? Out of um, Ciccone and definitely, definitely yeah, I was wouldn't have if I was them. No, just 100%. Like, you can, of course, if I was Jonas, I would do that and try to get them, try and bully them a bit to come through. But also, when I, if I'm them guys, if I'm Ciccone, there's no chance I'm coming through either. So, um, yeah, I, I would have done exactly the same as both of them, really. Because you're gonna, you've got to ask, you've got to ask the question, you've got to try and make them come through, just to, well, give you a breather. You never know; they might be stupid enough to do it, but they didn't. And um, I would do exactly the same if I was Chikoni as well. Just sit on like, mate, you're, you're winning the, you're gaining time for the tour here. So the only thing which perhaps would have changed my mind as a DS or if I was Chikoni himself is if that gap to Jai Hindley was 20, 15 seconds, and he was catchable. Because Chicone is yeah, easily you're the fastest. Yeah, for the stage. Yeah, but it if was the too stage big, is on, you're not and you're like, right, we, we can almost get him. Yeah, if you think you yeah. can get him, bring it back together, and you're the fastest. Yeah, but with yeah a minute or fifty seconds, forty seconds, and you know, well, we're not catching him. We'll just get a little bit closer. Just sit tight and pump him in the sprint, which is exactly what he did. Yeah, because even for Chicone, like he's going to gain time on the guys behind. They're the guys he's racing for, like. Um, GC as well, isn't he? So if he can save a bit, yeah. I, when you said about Van Aert, actually, oh, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you about Van Aert after this quick break. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here at Mindset Win, we want to give you the tools to become better at what you do. Taking inspiration and wisdom from our guests, we will hear stories, strategies, tips and tricks. Told by leading names in sport and beyond. Who know what it takes to get to the very top. There will be two episodes each week packed with amazing stories and practical takeaways for us all to follow. Search for Mindset Win on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app. Right, mate, yeah, so Van Aert, he was jumping around in the front, right? 
Uh, what what was he doing in front? I don't know. I think get a bit gritty here, but I don't know if there's a bit of tension there. Um, you know, we spoke about it before. There's snippets in the media. Um, you know, What's you want media? that guy with you. After well, the Netflix thing, like... Vinegar. No, like in uh, a couple of days ago where there was a talking point where the Vinegar oh, should have okay, come yeah, yeah. coming into um, coming into San Sebastian. Mm. I don't know if there's a little bit of tension there. For me, like Van Aert was in that group. Okay, brilliant. He's there. He's a stepping stone, isn't he? You got him. If you're Vinegar, you're like, right, I've got the one of the strongest blokes in the world in front. You know, if, if Van Aert could have even passed the climb and got him on top, wow, dreamy. But well, um, that's what I put in the group, wasn't it? Obviously, I didn't, I didn't know what was happening, but I was like, oh, maybe Jonas goes and Van Aert waits at the top of the climb. Gaps, Pog. Yeah, but when, when Van Aert got in the group, you know, yeah, for me, if you say, right, sit tight, do nothing, and that at some point... Yeah, save as much as you can. Vidigar was coming across. But he just yeah. seemed to attack the group, get caught, attack the group, you know, going in groups of two and three and really mm. hitting out and really, really racing to the death and um, it, it didn't really make sense to me yeah I know like I say I hadn't seen it but that just doesn't make sense oh yeah, yeah, I don't there's know. something going on in Jumbo Ooh. definitely something going on Jumbo oh. they're a fucking war aren't they they're a war <laughs> <laughs> they hate each no, other I don't know, I don't know. they go in separate you. cars to the start mate they won't go in the lift together like those Frenchies were they? who was it Snogger and someone Oh, Snogger and Damar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good old Snogger. And uh, one more thing for today. Mm. Um, Jakobsen, he really got dropped early. He had a oh, yeah. nasty bump yesterday, didn't he? He, uh, on the motor racing circuit, he touched down pretty hard there. Um, 140k to go, he was dropped with Morkov. I think they got back in the convoy a bit, but he was gone early and oh, he man. really looked in a bad way. So, I think for, you know, he's a fighter, he's a warrior and I hope he makes it and for sure that it's out there whether he made it or not. But um, for that team, they're pretty limited this year. You know, Quickstep always come to the tour with a wide array of options, you know. Philippe could win, you know, when he was absolutely flying quite a few different days. They had breakaway guys and then they had this ultimate sprinter always. Whereas this year... It seems a bit more. You still got Alaphilippe. He can do some mad shit one day, probably. But it's a lot more one-dimensional. In that, if mm. Jakobsen is struggling and he's out or he's injured from this crash, they're pretty limited. So yeah, even if he does get through tomorrow, is a massive day. So we'll have to see uh, how the tour unravels for him. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be an interesting one. One thing, sorry, one Let's, thing with him, on, I will on. say, is seeing him in the tour last year. He's a fighter, man. Like I, he was in a mess some days, dropped early, coming back, just, you know, he was in a hell of a hole last year and he got through. So mm. he is a fighter. He's a hard bastard, isn't he? So hopefully he can, um, you know, but, suffer through it. Yeah. Looks early tomorrow, 145k. Yeah. Time limit's going to be short purely because they're racing for not so long. They got a first cat. The HC and the final climb. Oh, mate. He's going to be stressed the tomorrow. Tourmalet, the big one. Aspan, Tourmalet, and yeah. then this final climb, yeah. Oh. But um, last point on today. 
Jonas, unreal, that attack. Unreal. Put a minute, roughly a minute into Pog in like a K. Over a minute into Jai. Drill in the descent. Drill in the flat. But I don't think it's over because I think that was a big old effort and you just never know. It's stage five, isn't it? We were all going on about Poggy putting in like all this effort early on, but everyone made an effort today though. It's not like he's the only one, but you just never know. It's a, you, stranger things have happened. No, definitely. I but think he's for know, sure five the days in. He's, yeah, I mean, let's be honest, I'm, I was always in the Poggy camp and, but on paper, if you look what he did in Dauphiné, he was the ultimate favorite, but now even more so. And like you said, like you put a minute into him in that kilometre, and it popped up on the screen. I was like, ah, it's bullshit. It's wrong. Sure enough, it was right. Yeah. It was, um, mm. That was incredible. And from the moment he attacked, you know, he had no help on the climb. He flew past Benut. He had no help on the descent. Uh, mm. And he just stormed away with it. So he's in the hot seat, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Fair play. I'm fair play to Jai. I don't think we've even said, but yeah, well done, Bora. Well done, Jai, because I was a uh, great ride. Credit where credit's due. Yeah, fair play, boys. So what about tomorrow then, to get there with What's going to happen? To get there with the numbers they had. Tomorrow, um, hmm. phew, it's going to be a mess, isn't it? Copy-paste, hopefully. It's great to watch. Huh. Tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. Have... It's a... I reckon um, so there's a third cat climb after 30k. It's definitely not going to go before that climb. May go there. It may be like that Mond. Do you remember the stage to Mond when last year? Yeah. And it was just going and going, come going, coming back. It took like 60-odd K. Yeah. Could be similar again because I think people will think there's definitely a chance for breakaway now. I think it'll be a breakaway tomorrow. Bora will let a breakaway go for sure. Unless UAE or Jumbo do something. I don't think they will. But who knows the way they ride. But... um so I think it'll be a big break, fight for the break again. And I think the break will actually go to the line tomorrow. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's going to be warfare. And the only thing is, is you would think Bora would really want to keep that jersey. Okay, he's riding GC, but at the same time, you know, when was the last oh, time they had the other jersey at all? Yeah. yeah, so yeah, it's going to have to be- But there'll be big gaps now, the right surely. Break, with like, the right guy. Yeah. Yeah. They'll actually try to control it though, won't they? They'll have a list of guys, not this guy, not this guy, not this guy. And I think they'll commit to that and they'll do it. Um, and I think it'll be a, there may be someone on three minutes, which then will make them have to ride hard, obviously. But I think they can still do that and keep the jersey. Um, yeah. So I think it will be Just a break. Know, but yeah, as you for. say, who are you going to be? Who's that? Danny Van Poppel. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> he came into the race as ultimate lead out man and now stage six of the Tour de France. You got the Earl of Jersey. Get your ass on the front, son. <laughs> yeah, Poor yeah. Poor fella. You'll relish that though, won't he? You'll love that, old Danny. Ah, well, mate, it's massive, isn't it? I mean, if you have the jersey and the team, you know, you pump your chest out and you just ride that little bit stronger. It's a massive, it's a massive honour. I think... Um, should we just have a little break, gather our thoughts, and just after the break, we'll come back with our predictions for tomorrow. Hi everyone, Sam Warburton here, and I hope you're enjoying what's occurring. How would you like to hear a bit more of Luke talking about the fine margins that can make or break a tour victory? 
You start a race with a bag of sand and every acceleration you do, every wasted nervous energy is just an extra pinprick. And if you stick enough pinpricks in there, all the sand's going to fall out. Or hear him reflect on when things don't go to plan. It might have been the first time I've said it publicly, but um, it still bugs me, you know. I should have been there. That was a special moment. You know, we paid for it. If track cycling is your thing, what about Sir Chris Hoy breaking down the mindset required to win Olympic gold? I would visualize the perfect race and how it sounded, how it smelled, how it felt, you know, sitting on the start line, hearing the beeps, and that will displace any distracting thought or negative thought or anxious thought. If that sounds like something you'd enjoy, then check out my podcast, Captains. Each week, I sit down to compare notes, swap stories, and share leadership insights with some of the biggest names in sport. It's self-improvement through storytelling. To hear those episodes in full and explore the rest of the back catalogue, just search for Captains with Sam Warburton wherever you get your podcasts. Dion. Just while we're doing adverts, I've got something to plug. I will be on stage this November in Cardiff and in London for the GTCC live tour. And you can get your tickets now. Tom, you're going to be there, right? Yes, I will. Fact. So this is your chance to join the Geraint Thomas Cycling Club in person for the very first time. Yeah, you do not want to miss our very first live show. Yeah, and that's not all. If you buy a ticket today, you will get a signed copy of G's new book. It's out in November, and it's all about the greatest rides you can do on your bike across the world. You'll basically be pre-ordering that, and you'll get a copy signed by G himself. So if you want the book, and you want it signed, then get a ticket for the live show. So we are in London on November the 6th. And in Cardiff on November the 7th. GTCC Live, the greatest ride, coming soon to a stage near you. As long as you live near London or Cardiff. So before me and Luke give you our predictions, here's our club ambassador, our What's Occurring ambassador, Lawrence De Plus with, well, his predictions for tomorrow. Yeah, hello everyone. I'm uh, happy to be back on the podcast. And uh, yeah, very proud to keep my lead in the game. Um, yeah, no one had the right answer. Even G, uh, try again, mate. Tomorrow you can uh, name 50 riders or 51 and you might have the, the right answer. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, what a stage, no, today. Uh, Hard to predict that one, but uh, nice for Hindley. And uh, yeah, maybe not so nice for the GC. It's uh, quite a big gap already. But uh, for tomorrow, I think it's gonna be GC day. Um, I think Bora is pretty happy with the yellow and they wanna control the right probably tomorrow. So smaller groups on the roads. And um, yeah, I think maybe Pogacar will stride back and go for I go for him. Uh, it's going to be, I think, uh, yeah, smaller group to the finish and uh, going to beat them in the sprint, sprint uh, champion as he is. So I think he might stride back. Uh, yeah, see you next week. I arrive Sunday in Andorra. So see you, see you then, uh, G. And uh, yeah, hope to see you on the podcast. Ciao, ciao. Ah, it's a load of bollocks. I don't know what he's talking about. GC day. What a dickhead. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know what he's talking about, does he? Nah, I don't have a clue, mate. Now, I don't know. I, j- I just can't see it. As I said before we had this break, um, yeah, I think Bora, they want to keep the jersey, as we said, but they're not going to let a GC guy go. I think, it, they'll make, I think they'll make it a good break. 
you know, if you look at the GC at the minute, right? Mingagor, Ciccone, Buckman, he's a teammate. Yates, Pogaccia, Yates. They're not going to let any of them go. Skelmos, Carlos, Godu. The top 10, no one from there. I don't think I don't know anyone from there would really try anyway in the early break. Unless it's a big one like today, obviously. But I, I think they can keep them in check. And then, you know, Woods, Bardet, Pidcock. And then suddenly Lander at 3.13. Kelderman, he's not really going to go. Well, he may do for have numbers for Jumbo up the road, but I don't think he's going to... Kelderman's not going to go in the break to try and win the stage, is he? They're all in for, for what's-his-face. Cuss as well. Because then suddenly you're at three and a half minutes. O'Connor, Bilbao, Egan at four minutes. So, I don't know. I just think Bora will do a good job, be a good break for them, and it'll be a breakaway win. Then the question is who, but... What do you reckon? Yeah, I've done a similar thing looking through like you have, um, trying to dissect how far down you get on the list before they're allowed in a break. And um, I've kind of narrowed down to three guys, not as many as you did yesterday, but I've kind of gone to um, Bill Bauer. Next up, I've got Jack Haig. And then after that, my third pick was Matteo Jorgensen. One of them three, but I don't know. Give me a second. I'll come up with one now. So Bill Bauer, uh, Haig, or Jorgensen. I don't think Haig. I, I just think, think Haig, mate, he's done the Giro Dauphiné. Do you know what? I got stuck on the second guy and I forgot who I said, so I picked him out. My second one was Pino. Okay. You're right. Sorry. It was Bill Bauer, Pino, or Jorgensen, one of them three. But I couldn't remember my second one, so I just plucked a name out to try and not sound like a dickhead. <laughs> But, but you caught me out on a sound like a dickhead. So, yeah, I think... Uh, I'm going, I'm going T-Wop Pino. Come on, my man. For the goats. Done. Mm. Three points. Thanks for coming. Yeah, that's a, that's a decent pick. Um, yeah, man, I might have to just give this a while and actually come back to you. Um, I mean, the safe bet is doing... Look at our like, team. Um, Sorry, Tom? just look at our team. Tom, I don't think... I think they'd try and they wouldn't want him to go because he's at two and a half minutes just to make it easy for them. Um, but he's kind of at that, he's at that, if it's been hard and then suddenly they're all on their limit a bit and then they see Tom go and it might be a case of, okay, let him go two and a half minutes. So he's on the cusp, I think. Ideally, I don't think they'd want him to go. Um, obviously, Carlos, no. And then the rest, I, I'm not sure Danny's got the legs at the minute. Castro, who else is there? Omar, I'm not sure it's his type of day. Who else is there? Big Ben, no. Castro, I guess. Um, it helps if you watch the stage, though, doesn't it? You can see who looks good and who's climbing well. This Gal is obviously climbing well. From, from what I know, also Pina wasn't in the break today. So he had a bit of an easier day. I think he's, he's quite far down, a good few minutes. So that's my reasoning. Um, but obviously the the easy way to or the safe option to get make sure you get points is just pick what a GC guy, isn't it? Because if it does if it, yeah, it's all it could together. Run a third. Yeah, yeah, if it's all together, you're like, well, you know, if you go Vinegard or Poggy on every mountain day, fifty percent of the time they're gonna be GC it's gonna be one of them. But Lawrence, you're just not fucking today, boring, mate. mate. You, you know, spice it up a bit. Yeah. It's not yeah, you'll know the champion he is. Oh, get out his ass, mate. Yeah, um, come on. Give us a <laughs> I might go Gal then. 
he's obviously been riding well recently. Just um, FYI, fuck, he had a big day today, mate. He was breakaway. He, he went from 70k to go at one point. He was solo, came on back. On his own? Oh. Yeah, he was on his own with 70k to go, got caught. I shouldn't say this because I don't want you to get any points, but mm-hmm. I don't know. He, he had a big day today. And then he was yeah. sec- he was on the climb with Jai. Jai dropped him. He was full gas in the valley and then they caught him quite late on. So, you know, be careful then, mate. Bit of insider scoop there. You <laughs> uh, went deep today. <laughs> mate, I, it's hard. I, I can't really... Someone... What about Paulus? What was he doing today? He may go for the break for points tomorrow. Good one. Missed the break today. Uh, lost the KOM jersey. Took it easy. He must have taken it easy. He's 36 minutes, so... That's a good one, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a bit outsider, in it? I like that. Because first they've got to make the break, don't they, you know? Yeah, exactly. By the way, by the way, all of us were completely way off today. I don't think any of our men were even in the break and there's 50 guys in the break. So we really fucked up there, didn't we? But uh, come on then. Are you going, Paulus? Fred wrong. Fred left. What are you doing, mate? Uh, Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I'll go Paulus. Paulus, good man. Good man. I might change overnight, but... um, but yeah, and then I think GC-wise, that that final climb's solid. Towards the top, there's two and a half k steep, but I don't think it's going to be crazy gaps. I think Jonas will probably try and go if he feels an opportunity again. Um, but he may just think, right, I'll just consolidate that now. Just take it today as easy as I can. Let other guys try to attack, just follow. Thinking of the long game. Um, I don't think he has to attack every day. If you're Vinegard and you get that final climb tomorrow and you feel good, you would try and take advantage now after today? Yeah. Yeah, but then I think stage nine is like a massive day. Big old climb. Obviously, you've got two days to recover. Yeah, of course, you're going to try and take advantage of what you've got, I guess. Or if you even if good. he goes like a couple K out, maybe he goes like 3K to go, just tries and take. He doesn't have to do something epic, does he? Chip no, away. let's have a look at this. Hang on, this, this steep bit is right towards the end anyway, so... He got the steep bit and then the last K, K and a half, it goes to five, six and a half percent. So yeah, if you're Jonas and you feel good, you're going to go, aren't you? You're going to go. He took a minute in a K today. He can go K and a half to go and take 30 seconds on and maybe slightly shallower. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. The running won't be as hard though because it's like, it's quite shallow and then six percent, you know, three percent. Yeah, but you got Aspen and Tourmalet before it. Grim. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but mate if there's a breakaway Bora rising steady for these top GC guys you know it, it's you know it's, it's they got to ride up it but you know for them it's different than you going over Aspen and Tormelay put it that way innit yeah no it's, offense it's but you know what I mean it's, it's fucking hard sport when you're Libro I tell you it's hard <laughs> mate, sport mate uh, I'm not saying it's you easy guys. by any stretch but when it's it there's a difference between controlled and chasing a break, no? And yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, tomorrow's hard. Don't get me wrong. It's a it's a bloody hard stage, but um, there won't be as much fatigue as there was today, is what I'm saying. Um, yeah, but yeah. If, if they got the jersey, sorry, if they got the right break is controlled and Niels Pollitt's riding over Tourmalet, fucking strong rider, but his speed compared to the GC guys, mm. chalk and cheese. That's what you're trying to say, G. You're not trying to be disrespectful to my climbing abilities, you. It just sounded that way. <laughs> no. <Prick>. uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, this. I remember this. Yeah. All right, so, anything um, else to add then, mate? Yeah. 
No, just um, I really hope the plus goes wrong now after all the stick we just gave him. Yeah, we're going to look like dickheads when Poggy wins tomorrow. Because it we? could be a GC day. Like, of course it could. So. Do you know, it would be great though. It would be a great script if Poggy did win tomorrow. You know, after what Vinegar did today, if Poggy bounced back tomorrow, it'd be like, oh, here we go. It'd back be great in the game, if Yeah, if, if he lost a bit of time, yeah. Yeah, but a game of tennis, just, isn't it? Back that, and forth. That's not going to happen, mate. I just can't see that happening tomorrow. There's nothing that indicates that's going to happen tomorrow after seeing today. No. But no, hmm, we'll see. But strange things happen, so that's what's great about sport, mate. Anything can happen. Oh, by the way, mate, how's it going in Austria? Forgot you were racing. Yeah, mate, grafting out of here. Um, Two wins, no? Two out of four wins. Johnny Navarez, stage one, second. Stage two, first. Stage three, first. And today he finished eighth, which was, it was annoying. So we... um, That's a shocker, mate. Mate, first of all, the breakaway went after 100K. We attacked for 100K. Mm. The, The day was 196 and it took 100K for the break to go. So... Yeah, bit of a battle for that. Um, then we started to pull Puccio out of bad belly. So he was... Uh, uh, he ate he some mushrooms last night, did he? Yeah, whatever. And then... Uh, Pipo, sorry, we stopped for a quick coffee today. Pipo won. He had one, um, you know, the little bread with tomato on. Oh, no, I can't have this for my stomach on the climber. He ends up having a bit anyway. 10K into the climb. Oh, this tomato. I can feel it there. Uh. Bloody Italians. Italians, eh? Italians. Anyway, sorry. Carry on. Yeah, so we rode really well, controlled it. A real steep climb on the finish circuit, like K and a half, 11%. And uh, long story short, 20 guys come to the finish line. Johnny, you know, he would have been easily the fastest, but uh, 300 meters to go, you turned onto like the cobble, there's a sprint on cobbles and he, he dropped his chain. So um, he was third wheel with 300 meters to go, looking good, dropped his chain. So, uh, it's a shame because mm-hmm. it's been quite nice. Like, you know, when you win, you have a beer or a glass of wine. So, I mean... Yeah, keep that going. Yeah. He's still in the lead, though. He's still in the lead. But going into tomorrow, real hard day. Uh, three finishing climbs. What is it? Uh, 4K, 8.5% or something. So, solid climb. And second, third, and fourth in GC are all Mitchelton. So, it's going to be a bit Oof. of a casino. Yeah, a bit of a warfare, but... Looking forward to it. Bring it on, Mitchelton. Quality. Well, good luck yeah. with that, mate. Great bike is race. It on, great is country. it on um, this thing? What's it called? GCN. GCN. It's not, mate. No. It's all about the Tour de France. Ah. Which is fair enough. I've got a rest day tomorrow. I could have tuned in. Yeah. See me on the front. But uh, <laughs> no, it's not, mate. It's actually, it's live over here on TV, but not on the big stage. But yeah, uh. the big talking point was it took 100K for the break to go grim nice but it was a good hey break yo. you made sure it was a good break we made sure it was a good break best guy yeah, six minutes in GC don't worry mate exactly that's how you do don't it don't worry yeah watch SUE quality um, yeah right good luck tomorrow mate radio alright well enjoy your camp cheers bud I'll oh, catch I you will. later ta boy ta Network, a place where you belong.